Bismillahi wa barakatuhu. Welcome to the weekly Thursday morning edition of the Household Express, a program dedicated to all your homemaking needs. I am Sister Amara, joined by my co-host, Chef Zakia Tagari, and we're delighted to be in your company up to 11 a.m. this morning. Assalamu alaikum, Zakia. How are you keeping? Good to have you back in the studio. I really missed you last week. Alaikum salam. Alhamdulillah, I'm much better. I missed you the whole of December and January. <laughs> well, I guess now it's back to work, back to the grind again, like how they say, you know. Yes, but nevertheless, great to have you back in the studio again. And I hope you all, your lovely listeners, are enjoying this beautiful day. The 13th of Rajab corresponds to the, 5th, to the 25th of January. Basically, the month of January is almost over. Basically, it's already, almost over already. And can you believe there's like 63 days left for Ramadan? Mm-hmm. Yes, we just should make dua, la, uh, keep us alive, spare us to witness the beautiful month of Ramadan and accept all our du'as and all our ibadah, inshallah. Mm-hmm. Well, dear listeners, just look forward to in today's program. First up, an interview with a mother and daughter duo, that's Shanita and Tivasha Saraju. And the topic is on mothers and daughters creating wonderful memories in the kitchen. And I'm super excited to be interviewing uh, these two lovely ladies as well. And in the cooking segment, what can we look forward to today? So last week, Abba, you spoke about um, the beginning of savouries. Um, if you look at social media, everybody's already started mm-hmm. making their savouries. Um, the aunties are filling their samosas and their spring rolls, their moons, their pies, their pillows, cigars. Um, in fact, I found some really uh, nice new innovative savouries mm. that we're going to talk about as well. So later on, we're going to just talk about the different options of savouries and some really exciting tips and tricks that you all can use um, to make life easier for you in the kitchen while making your savouries. Mm, certainly, yes. And today's interactive question is, uh, share with us your favorite cooking memories of your mother or daughter in the kitchen and share with us your method of making samosa mans. You know, everybody has a different method of making samosa mans. So we'd love you to share with us your method of making samosa mans, your tips and tricks and how you make a samosa mans. 072-786-1548. Now, Shani's Kitchen is a must-follow on TikTok. The mother and daughter you has an amazing page that is filled with tips and tricks to turn you into a great baker or cook in your home. Today we get to know the ladies behind the page and I'd like to welcome Sister Shanita and daughter, her daughter, Tivasha Surju to the Airways of Radio Islam International. Hi, good morning to you lovely ladies. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to all the listeners. Well, Great. I'm so delighted to have you both, mother and daughter, to you on the program today. And I hope you're having a lovely day. And tell us, where are you from? We're from Johannesburg, but my mom is originally from Peter Maritzburg. Okay, lovely. Okay, yes. Okay, that's nice. Yes. Okay. So let us start with the mummy first. Mothers come first. So let us start mm-hmm. with asking... Um, uh, how did the page Shani Kitchen come about and why did you choose to share your tips and tricks with everyone out there, uh, Shanita? Okay, good morning to all the listeners. Uh, we'll be quite excited to be on. Okay, my page started is we're feeling to eat crab one day. So we went to see Durban Seafood. We bought our crab that was in June. We cooked it. We posted it. And from there, we just said, okay, now we're going to share our tips and 
tricks or, or how to do stuff. And I just want to share my knowledge with the younger generation and my kids because now these kids, they do not like to cook. It's just takeaway. Mm. And my things are very simple. Lovely, yes. And I see in your TikTok videos and you've, I think mother and daughter has created such a lovely bond in the kitchen and your preparation, how you make your rotis. And there's so much of other things you make on the TikTok videos. I didn't get a chance to look at all, but I did see a good few and absolutely amazing, yes. And lovely step-by-step -step guide on how to cook so much of different types of things as well. Now, Tivasha, let's start by asking you, mm -hmm. what is the first cooking memory you have with your mom oh wow um it was actually us making roti so i was very young and it was the first time i was making roti and obviously it was all these different shapes and my mom was like you can't be my daughter and make shapes like this <laughs> okay okay yes. uh, okay yeah that's our first memory together in the kitchen okay and tell me what was the shape of your first roti you rolled Oh, a shape of Africa, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay, lovely. But eventually, practice makes perfect. And what's the shape of your rotis now, Tivasha? Very round. Very impressive. round. Okay. <laughs> okay. And lovely. Tell us your tip on making roti. How do you get your rotis nice and soft, just like mummies? Oh, I don't make the mixture. I said I roll <laughs> round rotis. <laughs> My mom makes the dough. She always makes the dough. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Shanita, what's your tip on making lovely soft rotis? Well, it's years of practice. My first um, um, mixture that I made, I had to throw it away. Mm -hmm. And then every day, it's just like you got to uh, uh, do something different here, do something there. But I think just putting a little bit of butter and oil in your mixture with uh, boiling water, I, I say boiling water, and just mix it and bring it together and just knead it for about five minutes. Let it stand for about 10 minutes and there you got lovely rotis. Okay, lovely, yes. Now, Shanita, for the mums out there that's listening or have this question, how do you manage to have both you and your daughter in the same cooking space without a serious moment? Okay, we, we've been in the kitchen for so long. She's always liked to be in the kitchen. And then we have a, a, a good understanding mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that who's the lead chef in the kitchen so that person takes over and do what the person needs to do. So because she's in the kitchen with so long, I, that thought didn't even come across my mind. Let me kill my daughter. She did something wrong. No, <laughs> the teacher the same thing. Okay, so who is the leader? Who is the leader in the kitchen? The mom or the daughter? My mom. Uh, but I honestly don't mind being like the sous chef. Um, I like like chopping the vegetables and prepping everything, and then she cooks and she cooks lovely. So I don't mind being the sous chef. Okay, and I think you know with mums around, we can always get away. You know, mummy, just do this one. Do I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You know, and the mums will always so happily. They'll just do it, you know, quietly they'll just do it, you know, because they want to see their children happy, you know. And Tivasha, can you share with us your trick and tips to keep your cutlery and pot shining? Oh, yeah, sure. So, Mom has actually taught me this mixture with sunlight liquid, rough salt, um, vinegar, and bicarbonate of soda. So, we wash all of our dishes with that, and it comes out quite shiny. Another tip would be don't let it air dry, to wipe it with a dishcloth so that... Um, you don't get those water stains. Okay, so, yeah, exactly. that's how it's nice and shiny. Okay, and on a lighter note, you know, uh, who does the, the, you know, who does the cleaning up in the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Okay, okay. Okay, so go ahead, Chanita. This pancake recipe, I use four eggs, mm -hmm. one cup sugar, one and a half teaspoon vanilla essence, two cups of flour, three teaspoon baking powder, a pinch of salt, half cup desiccated coconut, that's optional. And then I mix my half cup boiling water and oil together. And uh, almonds to decorate the top of the cake, cake also that's optional. Mm -hmm. Okay, now is going to give you the method. Okay, sure. Okay, you're going to beat the eggs in a bowl and then add sugar and vanilla essence. Then you're going to beat until light and fluffy. In a separate bowl, you're going to combine flour, baking powder and coconut and then you're going to add that to your wet ingredients. You're going to add the oil and water and then combine. Once combined, you're going to add to a lined baking dish. And then your tip is just to tap your baking dish so that you can get all the air bubbles out and then top with almonds. You can bake in a preheated oven at 180 degrees for 20 to 25 to 30 minutes. This depends on your oven. And you have a beautiful spot. Okay. Now, I see you've put a half cup boiling water with a half a cup of oil. And I suppose this is a non-flop uh, sponge cake recipe. So you can use it for cupcakes as well, a loaf pan as well. Yes, yes, you can use it uh, for that. Even you can use it uh, for the chocolate cake. Just add your cocoa powder to it. Okay, okay. So, uh, okay, I'll repeat the recipe later on in the program. So, uh, both okay. Kivasha and Shanita, uh, thank you so much for coming on here. We're so delighted to have a mother and daughter to you on the program today. And Shanita, what advice would you give the listeners out there first uh, from you? And then I'll go on to Kivasha. So, just repeat yourself? Yeah, what advice would you give to the listeners out there on having a relationship with a daughter in the kitchen? Please share with us a few words of advice. Uh, okay, we, I just love spending time now with my now that you have got page of ours and we spend so much of quality time together and I just love that and I'd like to see this coming out like with the other youngsters as well because now these kids, they just don't want to be in the kitchen. And seeing Tivasha, I hope it inspires them as well. But I'm enjoying my time with Tivasha in the kitchen. Okay, thank you for that. Tivasha, what advice would you give uh, daughters out there in the kitchen? How to spend time with their moms in the kitchen? You know, the thing is, like, uh, this is the way our moms show love. Mm. And it's a good for us to spend quality time. And also, we need to eat. So <laughs> <laughs> learn from your mom, you know. <laughs> I know with my mom especially, when her mom passed, there was a recipe that I wish that she took <laughs> from her. It's actually two, which was dal pita and something we call pewas. So um, that's, I would say, take the time to, you know, understand your mom and have patience with her in the kitchen and try and spend that quality time with them. You know, we don't have all the time in the world with them, so just make special memories with them, and this is a way you can do so, do that. Absolutely. I love that quote. Yes, so true, 100% correct. Kivasha and uh, Shanita, thank you so much for coming on air today. We really enjoyed the interview with you, and we hope to have you back on the program soon, yes. So uh, create, continue creating beautiful memories in the kitchen as well, and thank you so much for a lovely program. You enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. Thank okay. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.
Well, that was mother and daughter duo. That was mother Shanita and her daughter Tivasa Shorju. And you can follow them on TikTok. They're not on Instagram as yet, but they're on TikTok on Shani's Kitchen. So TikTok on Shani's Kitchen and a lovely interview, Zakia. Indeed, a lovely interview. Lovely interview in there. A lovely page mm. and really nice recipes. Um, I, I, I didn't know it was a page that I was following. Because I mean, to go see now, you need to know who's your guest when you speak to them. Mm-hmm. And um, lovely, lovely tips and easy tricks. Easy. I think they wrote here, love, all the their type of traditional foods like the towels and the vegetable mm. curries and the... It's different from ours. different, you know, very, very different. But a lovely page indeed. And uh, so you can follow them on Shani's Kitchen. That's on TikTok, not on Instagram as yet, but on TikTok, Shani's Kitchen. S-H-A-N-I. That's Shani's Kitchen as well. Okay, when we come back from the break, we're going on to the cooking segment and we're talking savouries. But today's interactive question is, share with us your favorite cooking memories of your mother or daughter and share with us your method of making samosa mans. We'd love to hear from you. Um, 072-786-1548. Stay tuned. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back. Well, before the break, we had a lovely mother and daughter duo interview. That's sister Shanita and Tivasha Sarju. You can follow them on TikTok at Shani's Kitchen and they've got lovely, lovely, lovely page, lovely videos of all the different types of foods, everything. You've got from bajas to rotis to fish to vegetable curries to everything in there so a lovely page okay let's go on to the cooking segment uh but before we do that, our interactive question for today is share with us your favorite cooking memories of your mother and daughter and share with us your method of making samosa mans. and um you know i must share this message to the listeners out there a sister says, I never got along with my mom and I truly regret it. Later years, my mom got sick and I couldn't do, but I benefited, but I benefited from her valuable advice. Too, too little though, too late. So I think, you know, while our parents are alive, let's make their khidmat. Let's learn from our mothers. Let's take advice from our fathers. Let's take care of them as well. And uh, most of all is take care to us. That is so, so, so important. But to accept, I mean, I mean. Yes, okay, let's go on to the cooking segment. Now, we're going to talk about um, spring rolls, samosas, filling, easto, so much you want to talk about. Um, but we had a question last week that, um, you know, now with the load shedding, you know, how do we prevent our savouries from getting cracked with a load shedding, be it a samosa or a spring roll, pies, moons, I think more for a samosa or a spring roll. So, when when our samosas and our spring rolls crack, that's because of the moisture in it, right? First of all, we leave too much moisture in the savory, one. And two is, you see when we keep it in the freezer and then our items freeze, right? Mm. And then load shedding comes and then the items get softer, but so now that water, that's all becoming... Um, moisture again and then it's refreezing that's why the samosas and the spring rolls crack another thing also is don't overly pack your samosa and your spring roll um i know lots of people say they don't like to eat um samosa per and uh, pie dough they want filling as well agreed but sometimes we overly pack it so when the samosa is expanding and contracting 
there's not really remember because when you when it's expanding it's it's pulling water and the water is freezing and then it ex uh, i mean it defrosts and that water lose the water comes out and the moisture is there so when that happens that's where your your cracks come about so try to fill your savory um where it's not um very fully compressed and compact you know but yes ensure there's no um gaps for um oil to fill your samosa and stuff your your corners must be closed and try not to make it too wet um so your samosas get wet from your onions etc and mm. you don't try out your mints nicely um your spring rolls get your moisture from your veggies from your um sauces that you eat in etc okay and um Yes. So we we're talking about samosa. You know, I actually had some points I wanted to speak about is when you're braising your samosa mints, you know, everybody has a different method of making samosa mints. Some will rinse out the mints, put a bit of oil in a pot. I'm talking for myself. Put your mints in a pot and then put your salt, your tanajiru, your ginger garlic masala and your green chilies and you braise it like that. But it's also important things that you can use, make uh, when making your samosa mince. A lot of important factors in there. Now again, some people will go alternatively. They'll put their mince in a pot with a bit of oil. Some people won't use oil again. Mm. Just salt um, and your ginger garlic masala mm. and green chilies. Then they'll put their spices in last. Mm. So I think it's also important when you're baking, when you're braising your mince, to use a slotted spoon, the back of a slotted, to braise out all the lumps. Yes. Of your mince, it's very important because your mince mustn't be lumpy. And in the lump of that mince, you find there's no salt, no masala went in there. So when you're biting into the samosa, you find like a funny taste in there. Agreed. So I don't, um, I don't braise my mince with oil, right? Other pe- if we we just said we're talking about savouries in the different ways of how people make their mince. And it came up in one of the cooking groups where they discussing do you, how much onions to put in. Oh yes, and we're how, coming to that. Yes, we're how coming do you, to that. Yeah, so do you braise your tom- uh, do you braise your onions? Do you put in the oven, or you put your onions in afterwards? Do you squeeze the water out? Or you don't squeeze the water out. So there's many different uh, opinions when it comes to that. Personally. Um, Mine, okay, so I prefer chicken samosas, right? Me too, yes. So when I make chicken samosas, I braise my mince without the oil, without the onions, like you said, without the spices, only with your um, plain ginger garlic and maybe some green masala in your salt, right? Once it's completely braised, then I'll add in lemon juice, your jiru powder, your chopped up dania, uh, your squeezed out onions, etc., but um, when it comes to my mince samosas, which is my mutton or steak mince, that I use my mommy's recipe. And um, she doesn't eat um, in squeezed onions, etc. She puts the whole, like the onions chopped up with its liquid in, mm. etc. And she puts her spices in, like you said, with your mince to cook. So there's many variants of opinion. Other, so in the group, one of the ladies is saying, praise the onions with the mince. And yes. someone else said, praise the onions and then age in your mince. Mm-hmm. You know? 
So there's many opinions, but it's everyone's personal preference. Yes, yes, okay. Everybody has a different method of making it, uh, but this is how I do it. And in, you know, what, what's the best way to squeeze out all the juice from the onions and liquid? Because onions has a lot of water content in it. Some people put their, chop their onions up the way the major mix, and then, or some slice, some actually take a cloth and squeeze it out, leave it in the colander overnight. Some put it into a frying pan, braise it a bit, some put it into the oven. Some don't take out the water. Mm -hmm. Everybody has a different way of making their mints. So I use the old-fashioned squeezing it in a cloth, a water out way. Um, I just find it's, it's, it's convenient, it's easier. Um, and it, it just goes faster than rebrazing it or drying it out in the oven, etc. Um, that's just what, that's my personal opinion. Uh, but there's all different options, like you said. Okay. We'd love to hear from the listeners, 0727861548. How do you make your samosa mints? How do you take out the onions from your, how, how do you take out the water from your onions when you're making your samosa mints? We'd love to hear from you. Also, we welcome any of your cooking, baking, savory making, incense tips, or you can perhaps uh, ask a question, 0727861548. Okay, let's go to our, okay, the, the, Cake recipe, we will, we will be repeating it later on in the program. Okay, this one says, Thank you to this program for assisting the daughters that didn't have mothers available to teach them in the kitchen. Please advise why does ice cream form inside, sorry, please advise why does ice form inside sealed containers? Someone said to put newspaper. So ice forming inside your containers is from moisture as well, mm. and that's also what the freeze is going on and mm. off. Yes, putting newspaper does help. Um, you'll notice even sometimes people use, um, they line the tupperware, the bottom, and the top with a newspaper. newspaper I do that. And, and um, sometimes you also notice like when you're buying... Um, you're buying uh, savories from the aunties in their houses, right? So because they're making so much savories to sell, they wrap the savories. After they wrap it in the plastic or whatever, then they wrap it in newspaper not to build up ice. Mm -hmm. That is only because of the awning and the offing of the freezer and also of the water and the, uh, the moisture and stuff in the freezer. It's, and, and also it's because uh, the item was for maybe a few um, not a few weeks. You don't get ice pulled up in a tupperware in a few weeks. Um, say about over a month or so, and then you'll find ice pulled up in a tupperware, and also when the tupperware is not closed correctly. Mm -hmm. Important, yes. And on another note, um, a thank you note, basically, the sister says, thank you to this program for assisting the daughters that didn't have mothers available to teach them in the kitchen. So around we're not very knowledgeable in cooking, but we try and assist and it'll accept from us as well mm -hmm. to give out the best cooking advice as well. And it means of Sawabicharya to those living and those who have passed away as well. Our intention is it. And you also remember us and all the Marhumin in your duas as well. Jazakallah for that sister. Next message says, um, okay, this one says, um, Assalamu alaikum, hope you're all well. Just like to know why is my samosa per cracking and opening when I fry them? Just made a fresh batch so it hasn't been long in the freezer jazakala it's chicken mince it's the moisture in the it's the moisture from your onions or the moisture from your mince that hasn't been dried out fully also last week i spoke about filling your samosas the correct way make sure you 
the, the three corners are nicely sealed. Yes. With your, your cholei, your flour and water paste. Yes. Very important. Next question. I liquidize the onion in a mince with the chicken fillet and small or half onion for vagar with oil. Okay. Different. Different, yes. Very, very different. Okay, this one says, Jazakallah for a lovely program. I mean, squeeze your onions using a mutton cloth works very well. Agreed. Okay, this one says, Appa, I put very little oil, add whole jiru, add chicken mince, add green chili salt, tanya, let cook when half cook, add the fine chopped onions, cook till dry, do not freeze mince, then fill once cooked and cooked and cool, uh, fill same time, and then, then the samosas will not be soft. So she's braising her mince halfway, then adding her onions and braising again, and then she's wait, waiting for the mince to get cold, and then freezing it at the same time. That's also a nice idea. Mm. So remember, if you may, if you cook in your mince and then you freeze in your mince and you defrost in your mince, you're adding moisture back to your mince. That also, remember when braising mince, your mince should be dry. Mm. You should actually use a spoon, a slotted spoon, to check, press it down to see if there's still water in there, leave it on low to braise. Mm. Your mince must be totally, totally dry. Remember when you're putting in onions, onions got a lot of water content, mm -hmm. and you're still taking all the juice from the onions, okay? True. The sister says, mouth please, at five, why must the juice from the onion be squeezed out? So the juice from the onions... It doesn't have to be squeezed out. It depends on the quantity of onions you put in, right? So we were just talking before the show, and my personal preference is two normal-sized onions or one large onion to a kilo of minced meat, right? Papa, what was your preference? Um, just remind me again. I'm checking my Some minced with the um, onions okay. quantity? Yes, the quantity of onions to one kilo of minced. Yes. But it's chicken or what beef. What do you prefer? Um, I, for one kilo, you know, some people tend to eat more onions. Yes. I'll take about four onions to one kilo of mince. Okay, so it's in... beef, mince, you can okay. add more. Sorry, less. But chicken mince, you add more. But fine, chicken mince is a bit dry. Okay. But then you don't liquidize, you don't chop your onions up too fine. It's too fine, you're going to have more water come out of the onions. Right. So you just give it a quick chop, a quick pulse on the, in the major mix. You need to just quickly touch it. Okay. So, Abba, you saying four onions. On the cooking group, they were also saying four onions to a kilo, right? Remember, by putting four onions to a kilo, also you get in some more samosas out. Because you're adding more volume to your mince, right? I prefer two onions. That's just my personal preference, right? Why we squeeze the water out is because you're keeping too much moisture in your samosa. Your mince will turn black and your samosa will crack. You'll find even it'll dirty your oil. Your oil will start getting... Because all that moisture will start coming out of your samosa. Right, when you fry it. Yes. And then... Okay, let's go to one more question I need to ask you. Zakia, while you're on the samosa... How many dozen samosas would you get in a kilo of beef mince and chicken mince? So it doesn't matter whether it's beef or chicken, weight is weight, right? So your measurements stay the same. If you're cooking chicken tarkari or mutton tarkari, you're still using one teaspoon of salt. And um, that's an example. You, we normally, a kilo of meat takes two teaspoons of salt in a curry. Just now someone says, she said, put only one teaspoon no, of salt. <laughs> so when it comes to samosa mince, a kilo gives you plus minus five to seven dozen um, 
samosas depending on what you add in if you add more onions more dania etc you will get more quantity so if you say four onions that can add another whole um dozen to the samosas you know um so one dozen months worth two onions gives you plus minus five to seven dozen samosas depending on how you fill in the size of your samosa when it comes to the mini cocktail samosas you know those ones you just put in your mouth that whole size, size. Oh, a yes. whole one <laughs> there you'll get easy ten dozen and more samosas from a kilo mm -hmm, yes and um you know, sometimes they say that you can't only taste munch, you have to taste the onions also. And you must have enough greens, you know. Your I spices must. must be freshly ground. Especially so in your chicken munch, the jiru you must taste. I just take onions. Sometimes I don't even... But I think now I need to start working on quantities. Because everyone is asking, what's your recipe? So I think I need to start working on quantities now. That's unfortunately the... I say the whole older generation, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, you know... Um, I share on halal recipes app now and then a recipe when I do get time to measure, mm -hmm. right? Because sometimes you measure and you're writing down your recipe so that you can post it, you know? And then um, you realize, okay, my salt wasn't exactly, it needs a little more salt or whatever the case might be. Um, then, you know, there was a lady that I, I it it always sticks to me. My mommy always tells me, yeah, you learn to cook from me and then you share all the recipes. <laughs> and she said the aloo fry tasted exactly like her mother's. But the thing is, our mothers never wrote down quantities. My yeah. mother doesn't throw at a spoon. She throws at the bottle lid. Yes. You know, my sister-in-law throws with her hand. She takes the salt or the masala or everything, whatever it is with her fingers. She must feel it when she's throwing mm -hmm. it. Otherwise, she doesn't. I don't know, like maybe it's like, you know, there's a joke they have that um, when we, we throw till our ancestors just tell us to stop. <laughs> yeah. And I think our mother was so experienced, experienced in their cooking. I mean, you learned from your mother. I learned from my mother, my mother-in-law, Marhuma, Auntie Kareja, Marhuma, yes. Auntie Hava, ex-co-host with me, you know, both Marhuma now. And, we, and both of us are learning from one another. Yes. And we're still learning from the listeners as well. Yes, especially the, um, you know, the olden, um, the olden stuff. You mm -hmm. don't find so many things I learned from um, Auntie Katija, you know. Me too, me too. Um, and Auntie Hava as well. Mm. I, I never... I suppose younger, I didn't really listen to the to the Household Express, right? But I know Auntie Katja on a personal basis. Mm -hmm. And even her daughters, like, if it doesn't mean I'm a qualified chef. I, I, I pick up the phone to them because they are like little dictionaries of Auntie Katja. Absolutely, yes, yes, yes. And uh, they, they, they're more than, uh, more than happy to share with you, you know? Absolutely, yes. uh, Recipes, ideas, um, where you're going wrong, stuff like that and uh, the the older generation made things that we new generation don't know about and uh, sometimes you know they they just cut it out of the menus because children are fussy children don't want to eat it etc and then now we we adults and now we like oh you know but does and then like i think it was in COVID, right um they devaras yes. were trending yes and I made Devaras from one of the cooking groups, right? Because everyone was making it. And my mother says, you know, I used to make this every day in Ramadan yes, for your brothers. Day. 
So like I don't know. The mitti roti, the banana puris. And I'm telling her, I don't know about this. She's like, I made it for your brothers every day in Ramadan for iftar. They wanted it on the table. I never hear it. There has to be something sweet on the table. Right, you know. But I suppose times change. Like if I'm, um, like if I make savouries, um, like everyone's just so used to your samosa, spice, spring rolls, your different types of, uh, your new fashion savouries, right? And if my mommy makes bhajiyas, my one-to-one goes crazy. She loves bhajiyas. She won't share the bhajiyas with nobody. But it's that old-fashioned way old of making bhajiyas. the bhajiyas. I think the hands are so gifted, you know, so much of love and care from those hands, you know. I think we need to learn from them now, you know. While we still have them around us, let's take, learn from them, I think, and most importantly, take care to us, okay? Another question says, spring rolls only break middle, in the middle when frying, why? Only in the middle. Mm. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back. Well, another question comes to Zakia. Spring rolls only break in the middle when frying. Why? Interesting question. That is an interesting question. To be honest, I'm not sure why in the middle only if you're having that particular problem because if it's the moisture, it tends to crack in different places. It's not always just the middle. And talking about spring roll, I think it's very important how you fill your spring roll, you know. Maybe next week we can be perhaps just uh, touch, uh, on touch on that as well. And then uh, one of the listeners says, um, my late Kala used to say that the mince must start to stick to the pot a bit so that the way your mince is nice and dry. In that way your mince is nice and dry. Yes, I perfectly agree with this thing. That's the same method I've been using, yes. I also add two onions to one kilo of mince. That's her preference. Jazakala for sharing my dear sister. Then she says, apart from two kilos of mince, I get 14 dozen samosas. That's right. That's right. I, a kilo is, I said, five dozen to seven dozen, depending how you fill it. And how many onions you got in there. Yes. Then this listener says, I chop the onions in the food processor, then I squeeze the water out. I add the onions after all moisture is dried out. Jazakallah for a lovely, wonderful program. Wow. I mean to you, sister. Sister Faiza says, I do not use onion in my spring rolls because my son doesn't eat onions. Always my spring rolls don't crack. But last month when I made it, it started cracking within two or three weeks, even though I pack with lots of paper towels. I pack on polystyrene trays. What could have happened for it to crack? I think here, if I'm correct, it's the load shedding. Also, her polystyrene trays. Because she's packing in there. And then you wrap in it, probably what cling wrap, you're not vacuum packing it. Yes. So we're not saying you have to vacuum pack savories for it not to crack, but the polystyrene tray is not um, like a Tupperware. Tupperware still holds out a bit of moisture. Moisture, the coldness of the freezer in Yes. It. Yes. And you find your, your polystyrene trays also, if you take it out of the freezer and you hold it, it just cracks. Mm. It cracks in half, it breaks in half. Mm-hmm. Yes. Unless you want to use the polystyrene and then vacuum seal it as well. Yes. Or put it into a Tupperware. Well, well, the recipe, let's go on to the recipe. I hope the listeners have... Uh, so um, it looks like next week we haven't yet 
that's full on sale. We're supposed to talk about moons and more about spring rolls, the difference between spring roll pastry and, and the new trend in savory. And we're taking a savory to another level. We'd yes. love to hear from you as well. And uh, and you have to repeat the sponge cake recipe. I have request for that. So this sponge cake recipe was shared by our mother and daughter duo, Shanita and Tivasha Sarju. So the sponge cake is as follows. It's four eggs, one cup sugar, one and a half cup, sorry, let's start again. Four eggs, one cup sugar, one and a half teaspoons of vanilla essence, then two cups flour, three teaspoons baking powder, a pinch of salt, and then half a cup of desiccated coconut, that's optional, a half cup of boiling water, and a half cup of oil, and almonds for decoration. Beat eggs in the bowl and then add sugar and vanilla essence. Beat until light and fluffy. Then in a separate bowl, you combine your flour, your baking powder, and your coconut, and then add your wet ingredients. Add oil and water and combine. Once combined, add to line baking dish. Make sure to tap your baking dish to get the air bubbles out. Top with almonds and bake in preheated oven 180 degrees for 20 to 25 minutes. Okay, this one says, Salam Sister Mara and uh, Chef Sakya. I think the pur doesn't have enough oil. That's why it cracks. She spoke about spring rolls. So, when it comes to the spring rolls or your samosa pur, they both contain oil between the sheets for it not to stick to each other while cooking. To be honest, I'm, I, I, I'm not, I, I don't have a clue. So mm -hmm. I'm not going to comment on that one because I'm not sure about it. But um, yes, when it comes to your samosa pur, um, you'll find that the pur becomes very dry, dry if yes. there's not enough oil. Also, while you're filling your samosa, make sure your pur is wrapped up in, a, in, a, in yeah. a cloth that's moist. Even yes, spring yes. Yes. irrespective whether it's your moons or I mean your spring rolls or your samosas, um, the the sheets of pastry that you're not working with try to keep it wrapped in a a, a squeezed out wet dry cloth. Okay. Also, make sure your spring roll pastry is fresh. Yes. It must be. Fresh. Don't buy the ones that's cracking on and it's not fresh. And uh, allow it to defrost in natural um, temperature, you know, yes. uh, before using it. Don't put it, some people tend to put it into the microwave. I know also, I think we spoke about it last year. Um, sometimes people take the pur and they put it into the microwave for 10 seconds mm, it, yeah. to peel it. Mm -hmm. Because when it gets hot, it's just easier to peel or something. By doing so, you dry in the pur out further. Yes. And uh, this one says, I buy a good quality sub block bags and pack two or three dozen savories in the bag and it doesn't get moisture or cracked. So that's a nice idea. You can take your savories. You can actually, you know, that's actually a very nice and easy idea. Some people do that. So they know, like, they'll make all their savories and they'll freeze it in the tapways, right? So then it's loose when you're taking it out. And then just before Ramadan, they pack, like, they pair these Ziploc bags where they pack the day's savories in. Mm. So they know they take out this maybe four uh, steak pies, four chicken pies, just example, four steak, four chicken um four spring rolls, six samosas, whatever, it's all in one, one packet, and they know for you just take out one packet every day. Because they know how their family eats. Yes, good idea. It's also a good idea for those who are going for Ramadan, Umrah. Yes. Okay. And finally, the one more question. 
thing would be, what is the best pearl to purchase? I've tried a few, but found that they keep cracking. Sister, my honest advice to you is, best is homemade. You don't have to make it. There's so much of ladies on the home industry. Support them. Support them. But I'm not saying don't buy the ready-made. Don't get me wrong. But uh, it depends what type of ready-made pearl you buy. Like I said last week, homemade is different um, uh, types of uh, ready-made um, samosa pearl, different name brands as well. So you choose and you see which one is best for you, which one suits you as well. Okay. But lots of, I think the ladies that actually sell samosa pearl are very busy now. Rolling, sticking, folding. <laughs> okay. All right, let's just wait for one more question before we actually wrap up today's program. And then, um, inshallah, next week we're going to talk about moons, more about spring rolls. We're going to ask you perhaps, tell us what savory have you taken to another level as well. We'd love to hear from you as well. Inshallah, next week a lovely guest, a lovely uh, topic as well. This one says, uh, Sister, remember once you said to use a baby pillowcase to squeeze the onion? I think it was Maruma Auntie Karija. And I used to say that. Use the baby pillowcase to squeeze the onion. A good idea as well. That is a good idea because your baby pillowcases are mostly pure cotton. Yes. And pure cotton is very good when it comes to draining out, okay. um, irrespective of um, your... Um, your onions, water, or even, you know, sometimes you want to make, um, you want to drain out some water from the yogurt for a certain dish, mm-hmm. etc. Um, the, the cotton of a baby pillowcase is like the uh, mutton cloths, you know. But we can talk more about next week, in that next week, and... Um, also the price of tanya, I'm sure, is going to start to go up. It's oh, Ramadan. it's already up already. It's already <laughs> up, yes, okay. But well, thank to all the listeners for all the questions, your lovely messages, your du'as as well. For our producer, Mumtaz, our engineer, to use Zakia. And do remember us in all the marhumin, your du'as, the sick uh, that's in home and hospitals, and our bathroom in Gaza as well. Jazakallah uh, khair from me, Amara and Zakia. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.